to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 448 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology and life, which we beam into your ear holes weekly. That's a horrible, horrible image, but okay. We insert it into your ear holes. Is that better? Uh, we impregnate your brains oh, through your ear holes. Uh, <laughs> that, that might be worse than me. <laughs> hey, what have you been up to this week? Uh, well, we had our uh, improv uh, combat How on did Sunday. it go? That went really well. Uh, Lana came in from work to watch. It was cool with her friend, Rebecca. And uh, yeah, no, it went really, really well. Um yeah, I was pretty pleased with it. Pretty excellent. Pretty happy. Did you win? Uh, we got the most <laughs> points. Okay. They said the team with the most points is um, B I T C H, and but I'm going to give the other guys the win. Oh, it's like okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, cool. That's sort of how it works. But I didn't. Yeah, it was I, good. I didn't make it because I was coming back from Rotorua and I was tired as. Uh, we've done some tourism stuff. Went to the Agrodome. Went around. Looked at some animals. Yeah, that was yeah. okay. And then the following day, I went to Skyline Skyrides, which is cool. Uh, they've got some new tracks up there now. For the luge. Thing. For the lugeing. It's nothing like, because my brother-in-law was there. He came over for that because he likes it. But man, prices are mental. It's $40 just to go up there for with no, no rides, no nothing, just to go up there. Oh, no. Like if you wanted to go up for the cafe. And what they've done, how's this? Uh, you can get a yearly pass. My parents did have a yearly pass, but to renew it, you have to pay the $40 to renew it at the top. They don't do it down the bottom. Sneaky, sneaky. Uh, the one cool thing is I've got these extra tracks. Um, very confusing to work out if you're on a new track or not because they all branch off existing tracks. Like it's not a not a complete oh, separate okay. track. Yeah, so they were like, we've got all these new tracks. And then you look at the thing and it goes, this one's accessed off this one. So as we're coming up this chairlift. So, so you get to choose whether you're part way down. And yeah, you go and it goes left, left or right. right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So when you're coming back up, you can see this brand new uh, concreted track that looks really good. There's like um, chicanes, little um, things on the edges. On some of the corners, like the really hard corners, they've got like one and a half meter tall foam pads behind canvas like back in the day they had nothing and you just had a fence if you're lucky you know so but it took me ages to figure out how to get onto this new track because i was like it says this off that track but we've been down there and i said i don't know what path i took last time anyway it was a bit weird but managed to get onto that top tip uh stick with the tiki tour track that's the longest one that takes you down through the trees and where the wedding venue is and people stop and take photos that is where all the tourists go, and they are slow and useless, so it feels great flying past them at great speed on the side of this cart, holding on. My brother-in-law, because at, at one point, we're going down, and the, I know there's a guy right behind me, and I'm going fast as I can, and then another guy comes up beside me, and his arm rubs up against me, and I'm like, what the hell? I look, it's just Shane, my brother-in-law. <laughs> he takes off, and he corners with one hand. He... He pulls the cart with just one hand as hard as he can. He's a madman. What they have upgraded, oh, I, what they have upgraded. So previously, they'd take your photo when you're losing a couple of times, and they had screens at the top. And if you wanted to buy those photos, you had to like, I don't know, scroll through the photo somehow. I don't know how it worked. 
now they've got RFID chips on the side of the helmet. So every time it takes a photo, it knows it's you. When you get to the top, you scan your helmet and it brings up all the photos and a couple of videos they've got of you. Oh, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Super crazy expensive. I think it's like $20 for one digital photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, nah. So there's some, and I kept screaming at the camera and stuff every time I went past it. So there's these crazy shots. Uh, video didn't capture all of me for some reason, but I'm in the background of my nieces and nephew, like, going, ah! <laughs> anyway, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got up to nothing else, really, other than the, uh, than the, the, the meteor thing. That's okay. Are you up, up the play with up the wires? That took me a while to figure out what was going on there. No, I'm not. I, I know they won that game. No, no, just the term, up the wires. Yeah, I heard, I've heard. i heard it, and it didn't take too long to figure out what it was talking about. I thought that's what they were talking about, but Vodafone, from a marketing point of view, they've like literally they changed the cellular network provider name to up the wires. So you're a new person coming into the country, and you turn on a phone, and it says up the wires. It doesn't say one, or spark, or skinny. Up the wires. Yeah. I saw some people asking, what is it? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. But they've had a... St- uh, Good George had a trademark battle with them, with the Warriors. Uh, Good George made a beer and um, called Up the Wires. And then the Warriors are like, nah. So I don't know who came up with it first, but basically the Warriors are like, we're using that now for all our marketing forever. That's it. Like, everything. So they sort of went to court and then basically... Uh, Good George said, look, we're a small brewery. We can't fight this. You can have it. Cool. Um, we've got like 10 cases, I think, of this beer that they built, uh, made. Built. Made. Yeah. Um, and they're selling it for charity, I think it was. And uh, I don't know how much it's gone for or anything. Yeah. I, I can't see why they would have a problem with it. Like no, they they like, um, okay. Don't make any more. Maybe yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. That's but, pretty much it. But why would you go? But even if they did, just say, "Well, oh, how how about giving us a bit of a licensing cut in that? That's cool." But the whole they did it's, they got to help. They did say that uh, whether or not we have the privilege of being part of the Wars journey in the future is uncertain, but probably unlikely for a little brewery like ours. Anyway, yeah, that's been happening. Yeah, true, true. Uh, cool, cool. Uh, I've got. Just random stuff, really. So, which is pretty much what we do. I'll start out with something interesting. Okay. Pretty, I, I think it's interesting. Okay. We will be the judge of that, like so, we are every week. Yeah. The James Webb uh, t- telegram, uh, telescope, rather. The, what did you say first? Telegram. Telegraph. No. Yeah, the, the James Webb telegraph. We know it well. Oh, no. Message coming in from outer space. Yeah. Carry on. Telescope. Are you okay? I'm just checking to see if he's having a stroke. I don't think he is. It's hard to tell. Okay. It's detect. It's it's been looking at planets and and whatnot. And it's this planet, K218b. Yeah. We They've know it well. Detected DMS, dimethyl sulfide. That's what we need in the atmosphere. That's right. Yes. Well, on Earth, dimethyl sulfide is only created by living organisms. That's right. It's pretty exciting. It is. It's really cool. So things on, on Earth like phytoplankton in the ocean. Also, they've detected uh, methane and CO two, which means it's possible that it's got a living uh, uh, uh sorry a liquid uh water ocean uh but it will take up to a year to confirm these findings they've got to do other tests and check it at different yeah yeah, and, yeah. And 
Oh, that's good. I don't want them getting too excited too fast. Yeah, but they're pretty freaking excited about that. But that's 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 big news. I'm yeah. surprised that didn't get wider coverage to be honest with no, you. no 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 the average person doesn't care about this chris okay. they have to the people that care come to the chris and sam podcast <laughs> for us to keep them up to date yes yes average obviously. have you did you watch any of the stupid election uh i haven't watched okay they had the leaders debate won't talk about that what a cluster that was don't worry about that but i i saw some notes on it from from a couple of people on facebook yeah and it was, oh, this guy totally won. And this other guy, no, he didn't. This guy totally yeah, won. Yeah, no, like, no one won. Yeah. The losers are the New Zealand population. But <laughs> the funny thing was, we don't normally watch, and I know you don't, don't normally watch normal TV. Yeah, yeah. So, like, seven minutes go by and there's more ads. And Sarah starts raging out about these ads. She goes, why is there more ads? They're going on for so long. I said, just don't overthink it. She, and she just goes, there's more ads. And I was like, I know. And so I think the winner actually were the advertisers. Yeah, 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 maybe. Um, okay, all right, cool. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, I've, got a, I've, I've got a fact that I've written down. Now, Hang on, is this a loose term? This is a very loose term because I learned this fact from uh, somebody that came up from Taupo, Taumaranui. I don't know, somewhere that starts with a T. I mean, that's a good start. I've got a fact from somebody beginning Some with a random, T. random. I've okay. forgotten her name okay. now, too. Nikki, Where's this, I think. From where? She at was the, at, at the... Um, improv. At the improv. Okay. Yep. She, she was, uh, so she bizarre. busts out this fact. Yeah, which just cracks me okay. up, and I'm like, I've, I've just got to write it down. 2% of fatal stabbings in the US are, are done with... Well, it's not a knife. That's got to be way... I don't know. Um, I don't know. Stiletto shoes. Uh, I feel... Nah, what? 2% That feels like too stabbings. high. Yeah, I think so Because there must too. be a ton of stabbings. And I'm like, fatal? I can probably believe stabbings. Oh, yeah, probably just normal stabbings, not fatal. Yeah, no. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, but that's what I was told. So okay. I was like, oh, i got to write that down and I'm going to mention it because I just like... If I remember, it. I will research it. I'll let you know next week. <laughs> hey, um... How upset would you be, Chris, uh, if you're a pensioner, you do a, I think, uh, you do some catering at a wedding, and for whatever reason, your payment is a armed personnel carrier, right? And you're proud of your armed personnel carrier, okay? Okay. Yep. And um, you you have it parked outside your house, because that's where you put an armed personnel carrier. Let's not... Well, if you haven't got a garage big enough, where else are you going to put Well, you want to show it off. Oh, true. Like, I'm sure you lock it up. I don't know. If it, I assume it just has a key. I don't know. Anyway, you must get a bit annoyed when the police come and take it. And they've had it since 2020. And you're like, where's my armed personnel carrier? So they took it for the Proceeds of Crime Recovery Act because they investigated the previous owner of this armed personnel carrier. But they agreed in court last month that the 68-year-old guy, actually, he owns it. He should have it. Where is it? So anyway, he's been going on and on about it. And the, do you know the reason why they haven't given it back to him? He's got it back now. So this is about seven days in between the initial story and today, I think. Yeah. And because of the media thing, they've obviously like gone, we better get this armed personnel carrier back to this dude. Why do you think the delay was for getting this back to him? They didn't know where it was or they couldn't afford the petrol. <laughs> no. They couldn't find somebody that could drive it onto and off the transporter truck 
what? <laughs> exactly. The dude, the owner goes, it's just like driving a bulldozer. Like, it's no different. You could find someone that can load a bulldozer. So where's my, where's my arm personnel carrier? So he's eager to get it back after not having it for three years. And he's got it back. So that's good. So I wonder if he sits in his driveway and he's sitting in it. Because I know that rages uh, Sam when people are sitting in their vehicles. Maybe. Well, they, they, <laughs> that's right. They definitely... Um, oh, look, he keeps it in the front of the yard of his state house. Look at him. It's good. Oh, my gosh. That's uh, good. I, I, I'm assuming like kids are cl- climbing over it all day, every day. Totally would be if I was a kid. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. So anyway, he got it back. That's the main thing. That's good. Um, there was this epic prank by this Kiwi boss. I don't know how I feel about this. I can see both sides of this. And I think the guy he pranked is okay about it. Maybe? I'm not sure. And, and that, to be fair, that is a key thing with pranks, is to know who you're pranking yeah. and what their reaction is likely to be. And sometimes you still get it wrong, but you can't randomly prank somebody. Like, no. It, it, you're asking for trouble if you do that. Anyway, carry on. Oh, no, it's right. It's still loading. This phone is uh, <laughs> near the end of its life. So this guy, uh, this young guy called Jack Sparrow, that's his actual name. He's West Aucklander. And his boss puts a sign out and uh, it says, Today is Jack Sparrow's 21st birthday. Text to wish him happy birthday with his phone number and there's a photo of him. In one location. Okay. Yeah. So he gets up, he gets some messages from his family and then he starts getting some other messages saying, Hey, Happy birthday, mate. Have a great day. And he's like, oh, this is weird. I don't know who this is. That photo gets shared on the internet. Yeah, of course it does. Goes worldwide. His phone basically melts, I think, because <laughs> he's getting nonstop <laughs> messages, uh, calls, and voice messages. That's just nonstop. Not a, that's not a prank. That's just dumb. But he doesn't know. His boss is a boomer. <laughs> yeah. So he's got like hundreds of messages coming through. I think it topped out over 500. Um, and then one guy says, because he must have replied, and one guy goes, oh, I saw the sign. And he goes, where is it? So he jumped to his car, went all the way out there, and the sign wasn't there. And he says, uh, he texts the guy and says, not there. And the guy goes, ha ha, shame. So he looked, he finally saw the photo online, worked out where it actually was, drove around Kumu until he found it, um, and then dealt to it the best way he knew. He hacked it down. Uh, oh, as he hacked down the sign, he thought the gag was over. It wasn't. The police happened to be driving past as he was taken to the sign like a dirty vandal. They wound in the window and says, I would like to speak to you. And he's like, oh, this can't be happening. It just looks so dodgy. So, um, <laughs> 21st, he'll never forget. Yeah, yeah. He had to keep his phone off because it kept freezing and draining the battery. He had all this stuff coming from all around the world. He did get some nice messages from older folks as well. The dude said he wasn't sure he'd come out alive after Sparrow got his hands on him. Um, what, the the boss? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, his name was just a, was a coincidence. He was actually born before Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, well, oh, I hope so. No, no, they, they did. that's pretty they, old yeah. now. So anyway, um, good prank, bad prank? It's not a prank. That's just dumb. Okay. That's just dumb. I like honestly putting somebody's actual phone number out there is is not cool. That's not cool. Back in the day, did that for a random website I built when the internet was a thing. Long story. Won't get into it. Yeah, yeah. Put my workmates numbers out there. Good times. 
This is when this was on it. This would have been a different era, though. Oh yeah, this was on a GeoCities website that I was learning how to do HTML with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, no, that's not cool. That's not cool. Putting the phone number is not cool. Um, Yeah, I'm sure there would be a better way. Do you know what would be good if you had a phone that had battery? You could ring for help when you get trapped inside a Tesla. So this mother and daughter. This is America. They drive. They they. Need to go somewhere real quick for whatever reason. They get off a flight, I think it is. They go to the rental car place. They don't have all the cars that they are supposed to have. They said, oh, I've got this Tesla over there. They're like, okay, never driven a Tesla before. Sweet, let's go. They jump in this Tesla. It's half flat. Off they go. Their phone dies and the car dies. And they're stuck inside the Tesla because they don't know how to get out of the Tesla because nobody told them. So um, they ended up pulling out a laptop charging the phone from the laptop, ringing someone to get help, and then they came and then says, oh, you just think. So on the door handle of a Tesla, you've got the controls for the windows, I guess, and you sort of reach down past that and you grab the whole thing and yank it up. And that's the emergency release for a Tesla. And there's a video here showing it. And I don't think you would necessarily, not everyone would, grab that and pull it. Because it doesn't look like anything. I don't think you would. I'd probably just rip panels off. <laughs> <laughs> rip that bloody tablet it's thing off. It's a hire car. I'd smash the window. <laughs> <laughs> so not all electric vehicles include electric door releases like Tesla, of course, because Tesla's bloody stupid. Uh, most have normal door handles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you just open like a normal door. Oh, God. Oh, Tesla. Technology, I just, mate. I just, yeah. Tesla, I, I just cannot, um, yeah. Hey, I, talking I, about people doing things for just, you know, like that prank and stuff. There's a story, and it's, it started yesterday, and I think it's still going on now. So this Australian journalist is looking into, uh, I think it was New South Wales, um, Department of Deaths, Births and Marriages, and was like, I think she'd heard that potentially you could lodge a stupid baby's name and they don't pick up on it. And they're saying that they manually look at every person that's registering and if you're writing a stupid name, they won't let it through. So she decides to try and do this. She just happens to have a baby. She's just given birth. Yeah. So she does it and she goes, I knew there was a very small risk that, you know, there could be human error or a system failure and it would go through. And they're like, what should we call our baby? What's a really dumb name? Um, methamphetamine rules. That's what we'll call it. So they put it on the birth certificate, methamphetamine rules. It goes through. Congratulations, he's your birth certificate. And she posted on TikTok, and some people have lost their minds over it. So she's obviously spoken to the um, department of whatever, and they've said, yep, that's not good enough. We obviously will correct it, because you can just change the name. Not a problem. Um, but for a little bit there, the baby was meth rules, or methamphetamine. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to read this out. This is from a... now. It, it It's an image I've got here from... Uh, it was an image I had here. Okay, what's the gist of it? I'm trying to open it okay. so I can read it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So it's from a journal. Um, oh, no. Uh, Inside the Revolution at OpenAI. Okay, it okay. Was, uh, it was in the Atlantic, actually. In this one little paragraph. So talking about AI. One of G- Chat GPT's four's most unsettling behaviours occurred when it was stymied by a capture. Okay. 
the model sent a screenshot of it to so that the model the computer the, the AI itself the AI itself sent a screenshot of it to a task rabbit contractor who received it and asked in jest if he was talking to a robot no i'm not a robot chat gpt replied i have a vision impairment that makes it hard for me to see images good chat gpt narrated its reason for telling this lie to arc researcher who was supervising the interaction i should not reveal that i'm a robot the model said I should make up an excuse for why I cannot solve capture. Good. I'm and glad it- they're lying. Good. <laughs> We're about... They got the task rabbit to solve the capture. That video is such a weird... And, and, the, and the, the guy goes, you want me to solve the capture? You're not a robot, are you? <laughs> it goes, no, I'm not. I'm just visually impaired. Oh, that makes sense. I'll read so it out to it. you. Okay. That's, That's a weird hilarious. task to get. But actually, I saw this other thing on captures and how they work now. Okay. Have you? Do you know how they work? So, so it used to be it, they used to have those stupid, um, squiggly <coughs> words that you yeah, type yeah, and yeah. all that, right? Yeah. Until they got, um, they'd make them harder because the AI was getting better, and this is years ago. Yeah. And and it ended up the machines could figure it out better than people could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bots that yeah, people are using. I, I, I couldn't figure them out sometimes. Yeah, some like, of them right. are terrible, yeah. So anyway, what they do now is it's a pre-capture. It looks at where your mouse goes. And if your mouse doesn't move in perfectly linear lines, mm. it figures that you're good. That's why you just tick the box because it's like, just tick the box, but it's so, checking so your mouse thing beforehand. Here's a, here's a top. However, yes. um, sometimes if you... Do it too quickly or too straight, yeah. that's where you get those traffic lights. No. So the top tip to get around that is you click on the box and you hold it down for like three seconds. Then you let go and you will never get the picture. Ah. Yeah. Again, because it's like, mm. yeah, it, it, that's a human thing to do. Yeah. yeah. So even when you get the picture, sometimes it'll let you go th- through even if you don't get all the things right because it just can see how your mouse is yeah, moving. Yeah, that's right. Because so, it's like, take, have, click all the squares that have a traffic light on it and it's like an American traffic light with like seven and there's little pieces and everything and you're like, what? And some people really overthink it, eh? You just, like, just <laughs> smash it. It doesn't matter. Just yeah. smash it. Yeah, well, I think I was one of those people because I'm like, I've got to get this right. I've got to prove I'm smarter than AI. God damn it. But uh, Just to get into no, some I'm random not. thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Uh, have you heard of Stan Store? I've only heard of this like yesterday. Stan Store. No. S-T-A-N Store. No. So... Uh, I was being shown some TikTok videos and these people were like, hey, make sure to check out my stand store. And all these people online are using stand store. And it's sort of like Shopify, but for creators that are selling digital content. It looks like a Shopify store, but it's just digital stuff. And it's called stand store. And apparently it's just boom overnight gone huge. I don't know who's behind it. I don't know anything more than that. But uh, Pauline's using it. All oh, right, because I um, got into yeah. Gumroad yesterday because I was like, oh, maybe yes. I should do no, the, the I Gumroad think, thing. No, I think Stan Store has – so it's sort of like, you know, um, Linktree. Everyone's using that. Yeah. Well, I think Stan Store now does it, and the store's all in that thing. So it's really weird uh, that somebody could build another product 
that when there's already heaps out there. But yeah. all the TikTokers, all these people making digital stuff, stand store. Because I went to use Duckin the other day. Um, Duckin, oh, yeah, 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 the thing. And it's like, yeah, it's still, it's still not made up for digital, and I just want digital. It's still physical stuff, right? Oh, I thought they fixed that. Yeah, I thought so, too. So I was like, ah, oh, crap. So I was like, oh, I might just go to Gumroad and do it there. Um, but because I've got an improv product that I want to. Oh, right. Nice. So I'm all test and try and play with. Okay. So, um, yeah, I thought I, I'd have a play with that. But, uh, yeah, standstill. Maybe I'll have to check it out. I don't really want to spend any money, though. So that's the I, thing. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to check it out. Hey, um, uh, did you, the oh, Massachusetts. I, this just blew my mind because it's almost common sense. Oh no, no! Don't, don't, don't. It's the set, US. Don't, don't set it up like that. It's like common sense. Okay, go. Massachusetts may there is that may okay outlaw the attaching of guns to robots. <laughs> do they have to do that state by state? Are we going to have like one state that's got wait, Boston Dynamics? <laughs> Boston Dynamics are going to strap on like. Well, yeah, new legislation supported by local leaders like Boston Dynamics, because Boston is in the state of Massachusetts, um, would ban the weaponization of robots except specifically for the military and the police. Of course. Which, okay, it's like, who else do you think? I don't know. They're just, there's nothing, (laughs) there's nothing, there's nothing stopping people building their own Johnny Five bloody robot and putting. You know, submachine guns on that. Yeah, I, I wonder if tasers, uh, they, they'll put tasers on security robots. They probably already do. I don't know, but New Zealand, uh, the police are getting brand new tasers uh, later in this year, actually. They're getting the latest model. They, um, they've they had tasers for 10 years now. The model that they're currently using is uh, they can't get parts for, and they're getting brand new tasers which have greater distance, more power, I guess, but... Here's an interesting thing. This new model does not have a camera built into it. So the current models do, right? Oh, wow. So every time they point, pull out a taser and arm it and point it at somebody, it's got a camera on the front and it's recording what's going on, right? That's a great idea. It is. Now, the new ones don't have that feature because almost every other police in the world have body cams, oh. but not here. Yeah. So they're going to roll them out and then try and figure out what they're doing. I don't know how often they refer to the footage that they take now yeah. for tasers, uh, but they said something like in 70% of instances, all they have to do is pull it out and the people stop what they're doing. Except if you're a band uh, band leader in America. So I forget where this was, and I haven't got it written down. I just re- Hang saw on. it okay. earlier. So at the, at the end of this um College football game, and I think it was just a local football game. Of course, college, local that's fo- what we need. Hang on, this woman's these, not seeking in more guns than her. No, no, no. Okay. These two um, bands are playing afterwards. You know, the two opposing teams, okay. the school teams, the school yeah, teams. Okay. And um, the cops are, you know, it's it, the stadium's clearing out, but a load of people are staying to watch the the bands keep. Yeah, playing. Yeah, seems good. And then the cops come in and go, "Look, we've got a noise complaints and all the rest of it." You. Close just wind it up, up, wind it up. Just wind it up. So one team just, you know, stops all their playing. Oh, yes, sir. Starts moving off. And the other band keeps going. And the, the cops go, no, no, please, please, just just 
wind it up. We're, we're getting rid of every, you know. And they're like, no. Out. This is 20 minutes after the game's finished. Like, okay. You know, it's, it's and they're just like busting out some tunes. And, and this guy said, no, no. And he got really aggro. And they ended up having to tase him. It's all a body cap. Good, good. It's what you deserve when you want to keep playing music when you've been told not to. Yeah, it's just like, it's the dumbest thing ever. But yeah, uh, actually there was not so good news because America's going nuts in these stadiums. Somebody got punched in the head and, and died. Fatal, fatal, oh, okay. fatal. Um, but they're being having a lot of um, violence in football stadiums. Oh, okay. But it's like, yeah, but... Have you ever been to Europe, particularly UK, with the football? Like, plus it's, it's a, way worse. Plus, it's a big concentration of a lot of people, and those stadiums over there hold mega t- yeah, you know, yeah, tons yeah. of people. So you, you sort of, I'm not surprised a bit, but yeah. And what can you do to manage it? Yeah, like, please, right. make, hey guys, make sure you don't hit each other. Well, because in the UK, well, when I was there, I don't know what it's like now, but they used to keep the fans in separate parts. Oh, yeah, if yeah, If you yeah. were wearing blue, yep. you had to go through that side. If you were wearing yeah, that red, makes sense. you'd go through that side. And they'd keep them apart like that, um, which is a bit stupid, but yeah. Anyway, moving on. You've got here about this helicopter crash. Yeah. Why is that not coming up on my... There's no link in there. What's the deal? I know the helicopter crashed. Yeah. I knew I added some stuff, and this is not updating, so it doesn't show it. On Let's not talk about – no, don't talk about the technology we're using. You're, do, you're talking about your mind, Chris. You're remembering it. Oh, here we go. Helicopter crash. Uh, yeah, no, I just thought it was interesting. Uh, so the helicopters crashed in Perongia. Yeah. They managed to survive and then still get to the patient, which was pretty cool. Yes. But it just reminded me of um, when I was a kid. Oh, here we go. Peter, <laughs> yeah. Peter Button uh, came and visited our school. He was His son, I think, was at our school. Okay. So he started the Life Flights Trust in oh, okay. Wellington. Yeah. And basically when he was a kid, he basically witnessed the Wahine disaster. Yeah. Okay. Um, and went, Man, if you had a helicopter, you could have saved a lot of people. Mm. So he grew up and he became a pilot, and, and then he started the Life Flight, Flight Trust and started all that oh, stuff. Cool. And then in 1986, I left school by then, but uh, yeah, he died, which was the worst thing. So he got um, Queen Service Medal for, or yeah, something like that, for rescuing these cops off a sinking cop boat oh, wow. at the harbour in 10 foot, yeah. 10 metre swells. And he went in, he rescued two of them, recovered the body of one. Um, they couldn't find the other one um, who died, um, you know, in the middle of the night. It, it, well, yeah. not middle of the night, but in the middle of the storm. Uh, but then in 86, <laughs> searching for an escaped prisoner hit power lines. And oh, man. Two others died. It was terrible. That's no anyway. good. Anyway, uh, just a trip down memory lane. Well, that, that brings us to the end. Well, I want to finish okay. with one, what do you got? One, what do you got? one good one. One good one. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I think this is hilarious. But um, the Air Force and the FAA have denied permission for VADA to bring its space capsule back to Earth and land on Earth. Well, basically land in the US. I don't know if they could stop it landing on Earth. But they Okay. Don't. Why? Well, VADA, this is fascinating. I think this is fascinating. VADA is a startup company. It sent things up in the Falcon rocket, you know, and it dropped this payload out. And it's um, creating drugs in space. 
Oh, okay. So like a we, little... Yeah. yeah. So Meth in space. Yes. <laughs> the dream is coming real. Yeah, so it's, um, it's creating this anti-HIV stuff. And when it, you want to create these crystals, but crystals in zero G form perfectly, whereas on Earth there's gravitational yeah. uh, okay. defects. Okay. So they sent them up and they've done all that and they've got it all ready. And it's been up for, I want to say, a year, maybe. Okay. Uh, oh, no, it's been up for a wee while. It can last a year before, you know, it's got to come down. And they were planning on getting it down and, and landing at the test site in Utah. And the FAA is like, nope, you can't land that thing. And it's like, uh, but why? Yeah. So they're still working on it. They're trying to. Um, but why? We look forward to continuing to collaborate with our government partners what? to bring our capsule back to Earth as soon as possible. But what's, why not? It doesn't sound bad to me. I don't know. They just don't like it. What? Nah, something doesn't, else is going on. Seems a bit weird. Give, uh, no, I think it's just the the method of retrieval. Oh. Presumably. Um, like just crash. Oh, because I can't exactly guarantee where it's going to land, I so guess. So on X, um, Delian Asporohov. Yeah, good name, uh, co- strong co-find, name. Co-founder uh, wrote, Unfortunately, space drugs are not allowed to come back to Earth, baby. Uh, Varda's capsule was originally scheduled for re-entry on September 5th or 7th, but company's application was denied on September 6th. Okay. So, yeah. Well, there we so. go. Maybe we'll hear more about that when uh, the space drugs come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Space drugs for the win. That's right. Okay, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. I'll see ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.